Every haunted place has a story with a dark past. This is Ghost Encounters Podcast. Due to the graphic and violent nature of the things discussed on this episode, listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, all you spooky people, to the ninth episode of the first season of Ghost Encounters Podcast. I am paranormal investigator Justin Torok. And I'm Jordan, the group scientist. Eric and Kayla couldn't make it to this one again, but we have a very special guest today, and it is Jordan's older sister, Paige Balterson! Paige, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. So I always ask guests, what is your first ever ghost encounter? Um, I'm going to go off with Jordan. Uh, she... We were all at my old house in, at 1510, and it was really late at night. It was around, like, I guarantee you it was probably around, like, 3. Um, we heard, I heard this huge noise, and it sounded like keys dropping, like somebody uh-huh. was in the house. And I remember getting up, because I was always curious as a kid, walking around the house, <laughs> and um, even at night, and... All I just remember is coming out of the door and my dad had a baseball bat. <laughs> he's rocking around in his underwear and he had a baseball bat. And he's going down the stairs. My mom is awake and we lived with my Aunt Kelly at the time. And she was awake. So the whole house is awake and nobody was there. But it was just a huge noise. And everyone in the house heard it. And everyone in the house. Yeah, that's... the twins heard it. Yeah. Everyone was up in the house. One, so one was... person heard it and like, what was that? Everyone yeah. in the house was awake yeah. and everyone heard it. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just me hearing something. It was the entire household. You ever hear or see anything else in that house? Um, besides, like, the besides spinning... The, yeah, besides the noise box. Besides the, the like, the raindrops? Yeah. Um, I've always watched Sadie. Sadie was oh. very... Oh, yeah. Sadie was always staring in random corners, growling. Sadie, Sadie was their uh, old boxer. Yeah. She, she would always stand in a certain spot in the house and stare at the corner and growl. And growl, yeah. And she had her hair up, and it wasn't... It was and very nothing, unlike Sadie. And there's nothing there. Yes. And it was yeah. very unlike Sadie to growl. And it like, is very I, I because, knew Sadie for how yeah, many years. Yeah, Sadie was a good dog. And yeah. her she, growl, you know. She yeah, so that, I think people. that was the only thing that I've ever witnessed, too, yeah. in that house. Yeah, animals usually are more sensitive to that stuff, so they yeah. can kind of see and hear things that you can't. Mm-hmm. And it's very strange that Sadie, of all dogs, just sit and stare at this yeah. one corner of your old house and growl and her hair and thing. Up. Just, and nothing's there. Yeah. You know? Very strange. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, so, the last episode, we were talking about how the term vampire came to be in the first accounts of vampires. And we were talking about, of course, Vlad III, or Vlad Dracula, Vlad Tepes, Vlad the Impaler. Uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about another person that comes up when we talk about vampires. And it's Elizabeth Bathory, otherwise known as the Countess, the Blood Countess, the Hungarian Vampire... What is it with these people and having, like, six nicknames? I know. They have, like, so many alter egos. (laughs) Uh, Elizabeth Bathory was a high-ranking noblewoman uh, from Hungary. She was born in Hungary on August 7th, 1560. So that means Elizabeth Bathory was only about 100 years after Vlad. Vlad was... 1428 to 1477. Elizabeth Bathory was 1560 to 1614. So only 100 years time, and now we have another person who's obsessed with blood. And they're also close together. 
like, you know, it's still like, yeah, and the, the location Hungary, is very yeah, close. Yeah, it's close mm-hmm. to Hungary everything. is right next to Romania. Yeah. And it's strange that we have this connection mm-hmm. in such a, what I would think of as a short amount of t- yeah. period of time yeah. that uh, this kind of stuff is happening. Um, for those of you who don't know what Elizabeth Bathory did, just a brief preview um, before we start getting into it. She is accused of killing, torturing, and abusing 650 young women. And she's in the Guinness Book of World Records for the most prophylic female murderer. I would put her as the most prophylic murderer, not just female. Yeah. I mean, do you know any other serial killers that have 650 deaths underneath them? I mean, 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 Vlad (laughs) killed thousands, but he was in the army. Yeah. You know, he wasn't doing this. I mean, I'm sure some of it he enjoyed, but she literally killed all these young women specifically because she enjoyed it. I don't think in serial killer land that anybody, like, really got up past 60, like, in trial and all that stuff. Because, you know, they'll say that, like, it's rumored that this person killed over 100 people or whatever, but then they're only convicted for so and so many. So I have never heard of anything as high as 650. Right. <laughs> like even, That's insane. Even uh, the killer clown. What's his name? John Wayne John Gacy. Yeah. There could be 200-plus bodies underneath this house, but there were so many bones and remains you can't even put them all together. Yeah. You know, But 650, that's insane. Mm-hmm. As I said, she was a high-ranking noblewoman. Uh, she did help form treaties. Um, she was a diplomat. Her cousin was the king of Hungary slash Transylvania. And her uncle, Stephen Bathory, was the king of Poland. I didn't know that. Yeah, so her cool. entire family has high rankings. They're noble people. They're rulers. Um, and it's no wonder why Elizabeth Bathory got away yeah. with all these killings for so long. And why she assumed that she would get away with them. Exactly. At the young age of just 11, Bathory was considered a beautiful and well-educated girl and became engaged to Count Franz Nadeshti. 11 years old? You're considered a beautiful and well-educated girl? <laughs> I guess so when you're, you're so old. Yeah, still a child. <laughs> and then at just 15 years old, she married him May 8th, 1575. Yeah, and then I have at age 19, she took over the castle after they were married and the castle was gifted to them by his family. I also have that her husband wasn't even around because he was leading the Hungarian army. That's right. He was he was a soldier. Uh, so the castle we're referring to is uh, Trakitsa Castle. Um, it was in Hungary, but it is in now what's considered Slovakia. So like we said before, hundreds for hundreds and hundreds of years, uh, different countries have been at war with each other over land, religion, so areas were divided yeah. much differently than they are now. So again, it was Hungary. That castle, Trakitsa Castle, is now in Trakitsa, Slovakia. Can you imagine being 19 and being like, here's a castle, and the 17 other villages <laughs> around it, they're all yours now. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, shit, what's going to deal with all these people? <laughs> <laughs> but then you're, these people are like young and Very taking young. over. It's, it's just insane to me. That's just crazy to be that young and deal with so much. Yeah, like you said, her husband was a soldier. He was often fighting Ottoman Turks. Um, So the couple spent most of their marriage apart, and Mm -hmm. she was in that castle uh, by herself. Uh, But then in 1604, Nadeshti died over a strange illness while he was out fighting. Now, Nadeshti's son 
should have taken over after he died, but his son, his firstborn son, Pal, was only nine. So he was too young to take over the castle. So Elizabeth was then the ruler of this castle yeah. in this area. And uh, as soon as her husband died, that's when these killings kind of started. And they just didn't stop until she was finally yeah. caught. And her daughters were actually married off pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So it was literally just Elizabeth, Pal, and the servants yep. in this huge castle. That's it. So there really was no one around to catch her doing these things yep. that she was doing. Exactly. Let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about the stuff that she did, shall mm-hmm. we? So as I said, the uh, Countess was obsessed with blood. Hence why she got the nickname the Blood Countess. Her obsession with blood is said to have started when she once struck her chambermaid and she got a little blood on her hand and Elizabeth thought that that blood made her skin look younger so then Elizabeth became obsessed with not just having blood on her skin but completely bathing in blood to preserve her youthfulness and even drinking blood disgusting. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely disgusting. You can't... Humans can't consume blood and human flesh. Yeah. You can't. There are third world countries where they result to cannibalism, and it literally makes you go insane. Yeah. Almost very similar to like a mad cow disease Mm -hmm. uh, type of thing. Have you ever looked at anything about like what happens when you ingest blood? Or are there um... any benefits to actually taking in blood? So, I guess it depends on anything that's happening in your body. Like, if you're anemic, obviously, there were studies done years ago that drinking animal blood or drinking blood in general would help you because you're iron deficient. We all know what you mean is iron deficiency. So, but in the opposite aspect of that, you could, if you're a normal person that has normal, I guess I could say normal blood, um, you could develop... There's a genetic disease called hemochromatosis that is an overabundance of iron. So if you have, like, if you say you don't have the genetic disease and it's you're just drinking blood, you could form hemochromatosis. So what does hemochromatosis do? So since your body is incapable of metabolizing the blood's iron, like extra iron, um, if it's left untreated, hemochromatosis can lead to organ damage or death. Because you can, it can affect your heart, it can affect your liver, all of those things if it goes untreated. So you could technically, just from drinking blood, kill yourself. If you're a normal person like me, who's not anemic, right. you could just form hemochromatosis and kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so with the amount of blood know. that she's probably drinking over 60 years, do you think maybe she could have had... An iron deficiency? I think she pro- she probably could have, especially if, <clears throat> since she, like, thought that after drinking or bathing in it, she thought that she looked more vibrant and more young and youthful. She probably did have some some sort of anemia. Um, I don't think she went about treating it in the right way, but, <laughs> I mean, at that, <laughs> at that time, I guess that was their only option. You know, they didn't, their science was shit back then. You know, they didn't have science, actually. It was, right. So... Most likely. I'm going to say, yeah, she probably had some I mean, I guess that makes injury. sense. If you're iron deficient, and especially when you're on, like, your menstrual cycle and you're losing blood, you're then losing more iron. So you probably yep. look flushed and don't yep. feel great. And then all of a sudden, you have 
ingesting blood, you're taking in that iron, all of a sudden, oh, you feel a little bit better, maybe, yeah. and you look, your cheeks become rosy, and you're not so flushed, so maybe she did, that's why she thought it preserved her youthfulness, and she, she became obsessed with that. Yeah. Uh, not only that, but she kind of enjoyed these tortures and killings, and kind of oh, looked yeah. upon it as experiments, almost. Yeah, I have a quote that I found that says, didn't torture to maintain order, but to enjoy chaos. I really like that quote. Is that from her? I, somebody said it, and I thought that that was really interesting that somebody put that together. I mean, it makes sense. It does, because she's terrible. She's <laughs> terrible. Let's uh, talk about some of the things that she did. So it started with um, servants. Servants back then were usually peasants, and she actually even kidnapped people because she was killing them, and she needed more. Yeah. So she would kill, kidnap them, um, bring them in, and no one cared. No one thought this was anything. Peasants weren't protected. No one looked out for them, you know, so she could pretty much do whatever she wanted to do. She also started that school of etiquette right before she got herself into trouble and got caught. <laughs> and so she was using the school to take the victims. Yeah, it was in 1609 uh, she started the school of etiquette and basically noble people would send their daughters mm -hmm. to her to learn manners and proper etiquette. But Elizabeth was fucked up. Yeah, yeah, she was. <laughs> because she took it. Daughters to their death. Yeah, and people didn't it's, even know. They didn't yeah. know. That's just because she she took it on a whole nother fucking level. Yeah. You know, if they didn't have proper manners, or if they misplaced something, or something was moved wrong, or they didn't do something right, mm -hmm. well, then they're getting tortured. Yeah. For punishment. So let's let's talk about some of the things that she actually did to torture people. Some of her torture methods include jamming pins and needles underneath their fingernails, tying them down and smearing them with honey and leaving them for insects, dousing them with water and leaving them outside in the freezing cold winter, starving them, making them eat human flesh, sometimes even their own flesh, stabbing victims in their breasts, cutting them with scissors, sticking needles in their lips, burning them with hot irons, and there was even some witnesses that said that she bit chunks out of their flesh. But the thing that she's most known for, we talked about her bathing in blood, she would hang up her victims, arms stretched out, she would slice their wrists, and probably a couple other places so the blood would drain out of them and drip into her wooden bathtub, and she would bathe in the blood of her victims. What could happen to you? Now we talked about drinking blood, but what can happen to you if you literally bathe your naked body in someone else's blood? This is where I get a little sciencey because you're filled with blood. Okay? So for the body to absorb like and diffuse substances through the skin, the concentration outside has to be in larger quantities than the concentration inside. Okay. So so, it, so basically, basically it wouldn't do anything because your body's full of blood. You're not going to be able to diffuse through the, the dermis. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. You're, you're it's hard to blood. describe you're like, when you're thinking with, about you're it You're filled with yeah. blood. You're smearing blood on you. You're, you have the same stuff inside of you, so your body's not taking in anything from the blood through the skin. Yeah, so if you put the same stuff on the outside of your skin, there will be no concentration gradient for it to move from out to in. But no, blood baths wouldn't preserve your beauty. But I can so imagine, I mean, that's extra. not, 
good hygiene, though, so no. what else could happen to you? Well, obviously, we all know about bloodborne pathogens, like, nowadays. So back then, she's killing 650 women. We don't know what kind of blood contaminants are in there. You don't know what kind of stuff's going on. So, I mean, you could contact, like, come in contact with hepatitis B, hepatitis C, which affects the liver. And you could come in contact with HIV, which nowadays, with the AIDS pandemic and all that other stuff that happened in our lifetime, you know, that stuff's serious. In 2015 alone, 1.1 million people died of AIDS. Jeez. That's a lot. So, you know, just ingesting, if you have a cut and you're bathing in it, you never know. Like, you could get all of those life-threatening, devastating illnesses and die. Just, they could kill you. She's bathing in it, smearing yep. it on her face. It's yeah, entering that's, her body, definitely. Yeah, that's just so... I, I don't know what was going through her mind. I wonder, honestly, if she had some sort of, like... This is going to sound mean, but, like, mental disorder illness. Because to think that this stuff is normal is just bizarre. Like, you know, back in that, that day and age, you know, lords and other leaders would torture servants and peasants, you know, kidnap, assault, sexually abuse them, but... I just feel like she went way above and beyond Yeah, that this is on norm. a whole other level. Yeah, this isn't even in that kind of norm. I mean, for that time area, it's awful, but it was normal to kind of abuse yeah. your servants a bit. But not only that, like, she started a school of etiquette, so now she's torturing, abusing, and killing noble people's daughters. She probably got it down to a science after she was killing everybody, too. Like, oh you know, God, imagine, yeah. like, when you're first doing this... You probably get that thrill, just like any other serial killer does. And then, after that, you learn. You're learning. Like, in my opinion, when I read about her, I always think of her as, a, like, sort of a scientist. Like, she's trying to figure out what happens in people's body and how she can make it affect her right. body like right. in, in a beneficial way. Yeah, if you, if, you, if you read a little bit about this, it kind of goes on that a little bit, that she was trying to learn and experiment figure this stuff out. Yeah, Science like, was limited at the time, yeah. so she was just Scientists curious herself. Scientists psychopath. Because, you know, yeah. then you're torturing them to see how long they could take it and how long they could deal with that pain, you know? Exactly. And being Hungarian myself, this is always a person that I've learned about and read upon. It's, it's so interesting um, that she did all this. Yeah. I mean, I and to go off of disorders, I honestly think she also had OCD because if one of her servants or her chambermaid or one of these young girls learning etiquette, if anyone moved something slightly out of place, a bottle was turned wrong, yeah. like it was off just a little bit, she would torture them. Yeah. That's insane. Or it was just an excuse to torture them. You know, it could go either way. But OCD is a very good correlation with that behavior. Yeah. Definitely. If someone stole, she'd chop off their fingers. And guess where those fingers are going? Into it, your food. In, I read about that. <laughs> <laughs> into the stew disgusting. that she is feeding the servants. Yep. So you're eating your own flesh. Yeah, it's just sad. Those servants, like I have in my notes here, had no legal protection in some cases and were kidnapped. Like they, some of them. That's insane. Yeah. You could be looking for your kid and then your kid's just out there in a castle going through it. It's sad. Yeah, it's awful. And this was almost like a game to her. Yep. Because she would break these people down, torture them to the brink of death, and then let them free just to see how far away they could get from the castle. Yeah. 
At first, they didn't get very far, so then she thought to herself, hmm, okay, how about I don't torture them too much, and now let's see how far they get. Yeah. It was a game it was, to her. Yeah. It's they never made it down the down the hill, down the mountain. They never made it that far, but it was literally like a game to her. And what did they? What? What did she do with all these bodies? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's there are reports that she may have buried these bodies, what was left, in the very shallow gra- graves just throughout the land that the castle's on. That's so many bodies. She definitely had had to have some sort of loyal servants. She were, did, yes. Like, higher grade than the other there servants? Were, I don't know. There were four servants um, that actually had to testify about what she did, and they were the ones that helped her transport bodies, helped her kidnap, helped her torture. They helped her do this all these years. Yeah. But, I mean, imagine being a servant at that time. Right. A poor person. You have no place to go. Right. And now you're in a luxurious castle you're being taken care of, so what are your options? try no. to escape and risk having her find you and killing you the way you're helping her torture people or just help her and try to deal with it. Yeah. You know, like, you really don't have many... There's no good option. Did anything happen to them when she was convicted? Or, wait, what she... Like, I don't know. I don't know anything about, like... I know she went into exile, like, personal exile. But, like, I don't know much about what happened after she was caught. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get to that because... Okay. She she was eventually caught because rumors did go out. I mean, halfway through this, people were already scared of her. People already had an assumption that she was doing wicked things up in that castle and people were dying and there was already rumors about her drinking blood and eating flesh, you know? But she was protected because yeah. her family was in such high ranking. She was protected. No one could touch her. And she knew it. She didn't care. Yeah. Now, there are reports of people claiming to be vampires today and people actually drinking blood today, still. Yeah. Um, but this is on a whole other level, you know? I mean, completely bathing in blood, killing 650 young girls. Yeah. I think most of them were virgins. Yeah, yeah. It's, it said that they she preferred them to be pure. Mm-hmm. Pure. pure. That pure blood. To yeah. Keep her, to keep herself younger. Yeah, not tainted. <laughs> You know, which was probably smart because, you know, even though they don't know about it, sexually transmitted diseases like exactly. HIV, what we were so talking about. So maybe that's how she got around not contracting. Yeah, I mean, getting she could sick. have contracted something, which she wouldn't even have known, but she didn't get deathly yeah. sick from the things that she was doing. You're probably right about that. Because that does make sense. Right. Yeah. Being pure and those virgins and all that. They don't mess about. Yeah. So they're not, their blood's clean. Yeah, it should be. Unless they contracted something have, at birth. Yeah. But yeah, unless they already have genetics, but that kind of stuff wasn't yeah. as around as it is today. Yeah. You know? Um, I think you were mentioning something before to me the other day when we were talking about this. Something about kind of facial that yeah. involves blood. I know we talked about um blood bathing and how it wouldn't make you like uh look any younger and stuff, but there's actually a new facial called the vampire facial. And it basically, it's called the platelet-rich plasma, or PRP, and you, basically what you do is, or what they do, is they centrifuge your blood, your blood, okay. so it's not like something random, Someone it's not animal, blood. yeah, it's, your, it's, your, it's, own it's blood. your own blood, um, they centrifuge it down, and it separates the, the platelets and the plasma, which okay. you probably all know, right? Mm-hmm. Following me? All right. So, they take the plasma... And they inject it in your face. 
Oh, they actually eject it in yeah. your face. Yeah. Does it make it more like plump? Yes. Yeah, so it makes honest it. So it makes you look plumper, like you said, but it also makes you look youthful. And there's a reason for that. And the reason this facial is so sought after is because the plasma is extremely rich in platelets, like we already talked about. Um, and platelets are filled with growth factors that cause or that encourage the anti-aging effect. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but apparently, fun fact about PRP is that it's actually been used before for athletes to recover. Oh, so really? it like speeds up, I you guess, the up process. Healing? Yeah. But it's fairly new as a beauty treatment. Gotcha. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool. Like, well, I know that... I feel like Elizabeth would have loved this. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know, needles in her face or whatever. Weird. But um, I did read that Kim Kardashian, I don't watch I don't watch that show, but apparently she had like an episode that was about it. And people like talked about how it looked kind of creepy because her face was bloody because they, you know, put your blood on your face. I don't understand how that's Yeah, so... Okay. Right. I don't understand that, but... Yeah, but since, you know... Like, again, like, these are just, like, safety things because it's your blood. Right. You know, it's low risk, pretty safe. Right. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And you know those people with money, they'll do anything to make themselves look young. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially they'll do that. anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hearing you guys talk about this, um, there is also a woman named Madame Lalari Delphine. Yes. Who also killed servants and slaves. Yeah. And she was... She was in New Orleans, and I've been in New Orleans, and I've learned about her, and she was very interested in anatomy, like, the whole aspect of that, okay. and would use the slaves as test subjects, as where Bathory did, this, did, this, the did the same thing, kind right. of, like, with, like, experiments and all that, and she also did perform on them while they were alive, like Bathory did. Yeah, she's, so, pretty, she's pretty she, cool. It's also very... <laughs> yeah. She's... She's she's not cool, but to me, like, anytime I hear somebody, like, back, like, like even she was not as far back as Bathory, but she was a long time ago before science was really a big deal. And Do we know when was, so it's not the same time as Elizabeth, so when was Madame LaLaurie around? So she was around the late 1700s into the early 1800s. Okay, a couple hundred um, years afterwards. Yeah, and she also, I forgot to mention, she... She did the same thing as Elizabeth, as where she rubbed blood on her face. So thinking it was gonna it, make her thinking furry. it was gonna make okay. her <laughs> here. How are these two not related? I know exactly. They, they have like they, really striking similarities. Yeah, they both torture their servants. They're both obsessed with experimenting and learning with, yeah. with anatomy stuff and mm-hmm. torturing their servants. And they both are putting blood on their skin to preserve their youthfulness. How are they not related? Yes. That that was a really good comparison. Thank you, Paige. Mm-hmm. One thing that I really, like, when I was reading about Lori and learning about Lori, I thought was interesting is the fact that she wanted to almost know how bones went back together. Mm. So she would purposely break their bones and let them reheal to see... The whole process. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I can't even imagine that pain. I can't even. But God. I just think that that's so twisted and so, like, you know, and when you think... Like a weirdo like me, when you read about twisted stuff, you want to figure out like what the hell is wrong with this person? Like why right. are they like yeah. that? Yeah. So, <laughs> right. yeah, she's very. She was one of the more interesting ones to learn about because she's considered a serial killer too. These women are <laughs> insane. But you don't really hear about them. No, you don't. we there only aren't, talk there about aren't too many female serial killers, but the ones that are there are absolutely insane. Insane, absolutely insane. <laughs> 
All right, so we're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back. Ghost Encounters Podcast is sponsored by the Eric Ledbetter team with Iron Valley Real Estate. Contact the Eric Ledbetter team for all your real estate needs. Visit theericledbetterteam.com. Also sponsored by Phoenix Fire Media. Bring the heat to your competition with expert marketing, photography, and video production. Visit phoenixfiremedia.com. If you're enjoying the Ghost Encounters podcast, hit subscribe. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Ghost Encounters PA. That's at Ghost Encounters PA. To watch the Ghost Encounters show, visit ghost-encounters.com. We're back. Uh, Paige just made that great comparison between uh, Madame LaLaurie and uh, Elizabeth Bathory. Um, let's talk about how Elizabeth got caught. So as I said before, yeah, first it started with servants that she was killing, mutilating, and torturing. Um, but then she started at school um, for proper etiquette for uh, young women. And they were the daughters of noble people. So her crimes were being ignored for a long time because of her ranking, because of her family, so she was protected. She could literally do whatever she wanted. But then, but then finally King Matthias intervened because people started finding victims of daughters of local noble people. That couldn't go unlooked, right? So King Matthias sent Count Gregory Truzo to investigate the castle. Truzo comes to the castle unannounced, by surprise, and he actually finds her directing a torture session what? of the oh. young girls. Oh, and walks no. right into it. Walks right into oh, it. No. Yeah. So yeah, she did torturing, but she also directed torturing because there were four servants that those four servants that I mentioned that were her top people yeah. that will actually eventually be tried um, when she gets caught. She was directing the torture session of a young girl. What the fuck? And I think you were telling me something a little interesting over the break. Oh, yeah, I um, I read that it was rumored that she would eat dinner while somebody was being tortured. That's sick. Like, That's just so... eat her full meal. Like I said to you guys else. as a side note, if I'm seeing fingernails get ripped off, blood all over the place, I'm probably not going to eat my stew. Like, I will... <laughs> I will be so grossed out seeing that stuff. And I can, see, I can handle some pretty gory shit, you know? Because we see all that crap at the lab. Like, we see yeah. so much blood, tissues, whatever. But right. if I'm seeing, like, gore, like, where I'm, like, physically young seeing... Young girls being young tortured girls, and screaming. Yeah, like, a 10-year-old getting their fingernails ripped off or irons on their skin and all that... I would literally throw up. Or being mutilated with a pair of scissors yeah, or whatever Yeah, that's else. just something else entirely. There is nothing. There is nothing behind her eyes. There yeah. Is, there is nothing cold. left. Cold. She yeah. was, even though she was young, how did she get so cold? Like, how was your personality so dead? There's no reports so of anything, like, bad happening to her. Yeah. Like, how did she just, get this way? That's where my mind goes. How she must have does somebody always, get like that? I don't think someone gets like that. You have to be born that way. Yeah. In this you case, it be. seems that way. In this case, it seems that she honestly probably was and who knows? twisted her whole life. I mean, yeah. who knows what she did at a... I mean, she, mar- she married very young, and she was at this castle alone very young, and she kind of started killing very young, but imagine what she did even before that. Who knows? Yeah. Like, Jeffrey Dahmer. He was killing animals and stuff at a really, really young age. Yeah, he was in high school, dipping, roadkill in the 
like hydrochloric acid and shit. Is he the is he the one that had the dad as the chemist? Yes. Okay. That's why he had access to those chemicals. I don't really pay attention to serial That's crazy. Well, That's... let's not get, we can go into a whole episode yeah. about Jeffrey Dahmer, <laughs> which maybe we'll do that next. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he walks into Elizabeth directing his torture session, and she kind of acted like it was nothing, like it was okay. She was like, oh, hey, hi. And That's... this guy's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> so now Truzo has to go back and tell the king that, hey, these rumors are true. She's... Killing people, yeah. And he see he starts finding other bodies and all kinds of crazy shit. So they didn't know what to do because they didn't believe that this was actually happening. They thought these were rumors. Like there's no way that Elizabeth Bathory, this high-ranking noblewoman who's teaching girls etiquette, is killing and torturing people. But it turned out to be true. And so they didn't know what to do. Her family are rulers and high-ranking people, so they couldn't just kill her or imprison her. You can't just do that because then it would just yeah, spark they, an outrage among the family and start a war. Yeah, they probably wanted it to be quiet. Yeah, and you don't want this to go public. You don't want people to know that the king had had this person killing and torturing people for how many years. You can't let that known to the public because then you're not going to be looked at as a good king. Yeah, and the people are going to be terrified. Yeah. Somebody you know? related to the king was there's going to be an uprising. Yeah, that you know? would be so they, they, terrible. There was... <laughs> She was never actually tried herself. Okay. Her four servants were put on were put on trial, and they were the ones who had to tell in the court the things that they did and the things that she did, and that's how we know all this information because it was put on record the shit that she did, mutilating people and the tortures and eating flesh and oh bathing. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, I believe one of the servants. I don't know why was let go and the other three were killed I, like you know what me as like a peasant little poor folk in the village I would be revolting like you know what I mean like I would be like we gotta do a freaking go up there with pitchforks why how did they like I, I don't know how they kept their shit together back in the day cause you know I feel like nowadays oh. you see all the riots for justice and all that stuff and it's hard to believe that back in I the day they had so much uniform ways of handling things, mm-hmm. you know? It's just, like, nowadays, like, we could do a rally and kind of maybe make a change. But back then, like, if you were poor, if you weren't a high-ranking person, yeah, there's nothing they could do. Yeah. You don't mean shit to them. Yeah, They would exactly. just kill you. It didn't matter, you know? But Elizabeth was never tried. What did they, what did they do to her? They decided to take her torture castle and lock her in a, in a tower. And that's where she spent the last four years of her life. Um, Truzo was locking her up. And she smiled throughout this whole thing. Smiled. He did not care. And he, he kind of asked her, Why didn't you hide any of these bodies well? Why did you kind of like let me discover you doing this? She said, There's no point. The girls always come back crying, screaming. In the halls, the grounds, in the food she ate, in the wine she drank, they are mine. Oh okay, my so god. She wasn't like, she was obsessive. Yeah. But I think when she's saying that, when the girls always come back, I think she was already being haunted by the girl she was killing. Oh, that's you smart. Said. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. 
That's... Killed 650 of oh, them. Oh, yeah. There's no way. years. So she was already being haunted, but she didn't care. And no matter... Like she, she was saying, no matter insane. whether she killed them or not, they'd always come back. That's insane. That's straight up that insane. That is weird. Ooh, I got a Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to believe that somebody is so evil that has lived in history. Like, you... Right. You honestly... Like, you hear this shit, and you think that it's some made-up bitch from a movie. You know right. what I mean? You don't right. think that it's... This is somebody that lived in our time, like... Yeah. On I, our planet. They yeah. need to take out the word female in the Guinness Book of World Records, because she is the most prophetic serial killer of all time. Yeah. yeah. She is. Definitely. Um... No one really knows what happened to her body. It's said that she was buried on the, the church, uh, in the churchyard of the castle. Um, but people think that her body was uh, removed um, because she terrorized that village for how many years? Yeah. They didn't want her body anywhere near. So they dug up her uh, body. It's said that she is either in an unlo- unknown location or that she is her body was moved to a vault of the Bathory family. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, for some reason, I thought that she was like exiled or something like to no, a different she, location. They so took she her, stayed in the yeah, castle. they took her okay. torture castle and made it her prison and locked her in one of the towers. And she was locked there for four years until she died. I oh. don't know if she was taken care of. I don't know if she fed. They fed her. But she oh, was, so she died young. When did she die? She died in. She died in 1614. Um, oh. So that would have made her. She was young. That would have made her about 54 years old. Oh, that's old for them back so, then. So, but. I thought I mean, that she was like that's in her kind 30s. of average back then. <laughs> but if you're a high-ranking noble person, I feel like you would have lived a little bit longer. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe she did contract some kind of illness or disease yeah, from maybe. all this blood intake that mm-hmm. she was doing. We don't know. No autopsy, of course, was ever done because they didn't have that back then. Um, so there's no way of knowing. Uh, Trakita Castle, which is in Slovakia now, um, it's kind of in ruins now. Um, there's one tower left still standing. Um, most of the walls are gone. The outer wall is mostly gone. Um, there's a little bit of a section um, where the church chapel was, um, but most of it is pretty much in ruins. You can still go there and see it. And if you want to watch anything about Elizabeth Bathory, there's not much to watch. Um, there is a Ghost Hunters International episode, uh, season one, episode 13, Tortured Souls. Um, I was kind of upset because they do two places in that 45 minute episode and they leave like the last 10 minutes for Trakita Castle. Aww. Which doesn't make sense. Yeah. 650 young girls were tortured and killed there. You know? They didn't really find anything. Um, you, could, you could also watch Deadly Women on ID. That's a good one. It's I a like good that show. One. Yeah. yeah. I watch uh, that one all the time. <laughs> it's uh, season one, episode one, Obsession. Um, they talk about Elizabeth and they talk about a couple other people that kind of correlate with her. They didn't really, the one they mentioned didn't really correlate as well. I think that one, yeah. that one uh, female doctor who yeah, she, starved yeah. her she patients. Yeah, put them on like that starving diet to help them. Yeah. They had like serious illnesses. Didn't have, it didn't. Yeah, Deadly Women <laughs> is a good is a good series though. It um, is. It has good ones. Learn about there. some female serial killers. Um, but some of the stuff that happens at Trakita Castle now is people have said that they've seen the apparition of a young lady crying. Oh. So people think that that's Bathory. What the hell? Crying that she's old. Um, in the, the area where the former chapel was, um, people have seen an apparition of a lady without a face. And her hands and arms are spread out. Aww. Probably one of the young women that were t- like chained up yeah. and bloodlet to drip in the bath. Aww. 
That's so sad. Yeah. And one guy actually saw this on the anniversary of Elizabeth's death. Oh, shit. That would be a great time to go there. Yeah, probably. Insane. People still hear voices screaming. And actually, there are tunnels underneath the castle. Yeah, I did not know that. <laughs> how, like, how did they find those? Did they do, like... It was known. Oh, because it was okay. It was rumored that the tunnels, um, the chambers were kind of used um, for the chapel that was on the grounds. Okay. Um, but the lady that I was uh, seeing being interviewed said that there is a specific room in the tunnels where they think that Elizabeth tortured her victims. Oh, wow. Yeah. That would be a good spot because they can't hear the screams. No, they can't. It's their underground. You know what I mean? Yeah. Creepy. They yeah. can't hear the screams. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that really bothered me about the Ghost Hunters International episode was that they were trying to talk to these spirits in English. Oh. And claimed they didn't get anything. Probably because they were looking for English words. Oh, yeah, that's pretty stupid. Well, How stupid is that? Sorry. Ghost hunters are The Ghost Hunter show are supposed to be renowned paranormal investigators, and they're trying to talk to Hungarian spirits in English. <laughs> oh, my makes gosh. No, makes no sense. <laughs> At least Ghost Adventures, they went to Probalia, yes. and they had, like, translations in, like, Italian and Correct. stuff. Yeah. So that they could try to get Italian words back. At least they were smart enough to figure that out. Right. You don't go to different countries and expect everybody to know English. Duh. Especially someone from the 1500s who, of course, didn't speak any English. Yeah. She spoke Hungarian. I mean, she may have spoken some other languages because she was a high um, level woman and was very well educated. But English wasn't one of them. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> that was... And same thing with the servants that she killed. They were peasants. They didn't know English. Well, they should have probably did, like, they could have asked in English just in case. They could have asked in another language just they in case. Have and maybe someone, another one. They should have had <laughs> someone with them to at least translate. Yeah, yeah. they should have. And they should have had someone up. to listen to the audio with them to listen for Hungarian words. Yeah, that's. Right? Yeah. Like, as know. a paranormal investigator, that's what I would do. Yeah, so exactly. It makes sense because you got to think about, okay, what spirits are here? They're Hungarian. So what should we speak? Hungarian. Yeah. That's one thing that bothered me. Stupid. <laughs> I can see why that bothered you. <laughs> oh, and I uh, just realized something. I think it's ironic that her name, her last name is Bathory. Like, she bathes. Oh, and bath and, bath and she yeah. took a bath in blood. <laughs> blood. <Yeah. laughs> Bathory. So bath. I just find that ironic, but that's yeah. just That is. That's crazy. true. That's kind of that funny. That's very true. Uh, I, I strongly encourage anyone, I mean, I'm Hungarian, so I'm kind of partial to this. I've always been a little bit obsessed with Elizabeth. Um, but do some research and look things up. It's really, really interesting. It's awful, the stuff that she did. But some of the torture things are absolutely insane. You wouldn't think someone at that time and a woman to be doing this stuff. Blood has stained the grounds of Trakitsa Castle. And if you ever go there, maybe you'll hear something that sounds like the wind blowing. But maybe it's actually weeping and the screaming of young girls. Paige, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I'm sure we'll see you again. Yes, thank you for having me, Justin. I had a lot of fun. That's all the time we have for today. Stay spooky. And don't drink blood. Ah!